Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. And if you're joining me on the YouTube channel, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. We are inching, and I mean inching. We're inching, partly my fault because of content. I haven't dropped as much content as I would normally like because it's football season. And you guys know that when it's football season, I'm doing a lot of stuff, mainly coaching football, right? So haven't dropped as much content, so I haven't seen the subscribers come up, but I've been giving you legitimate and consistent talk, spicy episodes, if not every day, every other day, three plus times a week. So I know that you're seeing me here. Um, I know that you're seeing my Giants content that I've that I've done. We're here, right? We're here. Thank you for everybody that follows on on Twitter. Thank you for everybody that follows on Facebook. Make sure that you like and subscribe. For all of you people that listen to the podcast, I appreciate you guys as well. Five star ratings is always a jam. I want to start here. I want to say uh, my thoughts and prayers with everybody in the South now that the hurricane, everybody in Florida, excuse me, now that the hurricane has passed, I want to give a shout out to whomever that being is upstairs that allowed that hurricane to move out and jump right over us in, um, in Savannah. But I also want to give my prayers and my heartfelt, hey, batting down the hatchets to the people up in the Carolinas who are um, either currently getting hit with um, heavy rains and winds or will get hit with heavy rains and winds. Who knows what this crazy storm is going to do, whether it's going to go back out to sea or what. But to everybody north of me, my prayers are with you as you go through this as well. My prayers are also with um, Tua Tagovailoa. Um, I saw the hit that he took um, yesterday in the game. It wasn't a terrible hit, um, but what was terrible looking was his hands. And the moment I saw his hands, I knew exactly what had happened. I knew he was concussed because that's what happens with, that's what happens to dudes when dudes get knocked out. If you've ever watched a fight, if you've ever watched it, guy gets knocked out, like knocked stiff, their hands, their hands just all of a sudden go in a way and they can't do anything about it. That's because they no longer have any function. That thing has been turned off. What happens when the, the, the television is on an actual legitimate channel and then you turn it to a crazy channel, everything goes haywire. Nothing works correctly. That's what it was. Tool was not on the channel at that point. At that point in the game, he was he was on one of those channels where everything is, and and I noticed it immediately. And and me and the guys that I talk with that that I um have a have a group chat with, all immediately. Oh my gosh, concussion, 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 to a man. And every single one of these guys, every single one of them, said last week that Tua should not have gone back on that field. And to a man. Every one of them said, yo, Tua's concussed. Now, the reason I bring that up 
is because the the issue that I have is that Tua was told, I'm sorry, that we were told that Tua was not concussed last week, that he had a back issue. And then people go on and decide to rock with the story by saying, oh, well, the independent neuroscientist is the one who cleared him. Well, what makes this neuroscientist independent? Are they doing this for free? Like, who do they get paid by? How do we know that the independent neuroscientist had an opportunity to do a legitimate and valid evaluation? What do we know about these independent neuroscientists, the neurohead doctors or concussion doctors? What do we know? We don't know a thing. So last week I watched Tua get hit. He jumped up. He didn't grab his back. He jumped up and shook his head. Now, in case some of you don't know, I have been around football my entire life. I played it. I've had concussions. I've coached it. I've seen people get concussions. I've covered it as an evaluator, and I cover it as a journalist. I do all of that now. I am 42 years old. I know exactly what usually happens when somebody's trying to shake off head trauma because they don't know any better. They pop up, they're woozy. So they shake their head. Why? Because they're trying to clear the cobwebs. You know how when your machine's not working and you shake it and then all of a sudden it clears up, the TV's not working, so you smack it on the side of the, of the TV and all of a sudden it that's what he was doing. Took a few more steps. Stumbled. Players saw him. Said, hey, hey, chill. He tried to chill. Went down, came back up. They had to hold him up while the trainers came out to him. I don't need a neurosurgeon. I don't need an independent evaluator. That guy's not going back in the game. Give me his helmet. It don't matter what the doctor says. And if you think I'm lying, ask anybody who knows me. I'll sit a kid down in a heartbeat. Winning football games is not that important. Not never. Never. So now people want to sit back and tell me that I don't know what my eyes have shown me after let's just say conservatively, 30 years of being around the game at an intimate level. You're telling me I can't spot when somebody's been compromised in the head. I can't spot that. You really want me to believe that this was a back injury that did this, that the back injury, the, the, the back got injured, it shut the brain off, it shut the legs off. What kind of back injury does that? Now, I'm sure House MD knows one. House knows, but somebody else tell me, when you get hit legitimately, you jump up, you shake your head, you take a few steps, you stumble, you try to gather yourself, you wait for a second, you try to move again, you stumble and almost fall again. They have to hold you up. 
you go into some place where nobody can see and you come back out and they tell us not that you passed, it's a back injury. So here's here's the question I have. If it's a back injury, why would you need to do a concussion test? If it's a back injury, what are we doing concussion tests for? Why would we have to worry about somebody passing a concussion test if it's a back injury? If my leg hurts, they don't put me through concussion protocol. If my ankle gave out, they don't put me through concussion protocol. They decided, the Miami Dolphins decided, yo, this game against the against the Buffalo Bills in week number three is more important than the longevity of this man's career. And how do I know that? Because they've been making those decisions about football players forever. They have always sided on the side of win the game at all costs. We have been brainwashed as players to believe that if you don't play through injury, if you don't play through having your bell rung, that you're soft, that you're brittle. I have to remind myself to not do that to people because that's the world I grew up in. I watched that man go back on the field last week, and I said if I was a coach, he would not have gotten his helmet back. I don't need, I don't need the independent neuroscientist to tell me to sit a kid down. I don't need an independent neuroscientist to tell me that someone is no longer playing. I can make that decision. So even if he was cleared, right? And even if the independent neuroscientist said, hey, everything is good. If everything's above board, even if that's the case, okay, that's great. As a precaution, because, because nobody is, um, no one, it, it's not called a, a, a perfection, it's called a practice, right? Everybody practices medicine, which means they get it wrong. So just as a precaution, he's not going to play the rest of the game. But nope, they put him right back out there. And then four days later, put him right back on the field. By the way, four days and travel. They put this man right back on the field again. And da 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 da, he gets hurt. He gets concussed. If I put a kid back out there after he's rolled his ankle, and I know his ankle's not the best. And then four days later, I go and put him out there to play another football game, and he messes his ankle up again. Guess what? I shouldn't be surprised. Why? Because his ankle was already compromised, and he only had four days to, to, um, to get better. I remember last year, Daniel Jones got clipped um, against Daniel Jones of the New York Giants, got clipped versus the Cowboys, I believe. Stood up, shook his head, tried to run, stumbled. Went back down, popped back up, tried to go, stumbled. They came over and helped him. They carted him off the field the exact same way 
that they should have done with Tua last week. It was seven days before he played again, and I still thought that was too early. It's it's this isn't hard. This isn't difficult. And the sad part about it is, is that the team, whoever was in on it, made Tua an accomplice to his own injury being covered up. Because when Tua comes out and says, oh, well, I'm fine. I just had a back and ankle thing. Well, the, the, the man said it. It must be true. Oh, yeah, because no athlete has ever lied about their injury before. No athlete has ever told a lie in order to continue to play. We have to take this thing out of the hands of the people who don't know better. At the forefront of that is the person that's injured. And then we got to stop shaming these people when they get injured. We got to stop devaluing them when they get injured. We have to understand that football is the most violent team sport in the world and treat it as such. Absolutely shameful. If it comes out, if it comes out, and I don't know how it could, because I don't know how testing investigations are going to work. It's not in the NFL's, um, it's not in the NFL's favor to go and investigate this heavy. It's in the players association's favor. But even if it does, what happens, right? But if if this comes out that they did what I believe they did, everybody should be fired. Everybody associated with decision-making from the GM, president, all the way down to the head coach. They should all be waxed. Sorry, find another job. You made a mistake. You put somebody's life at danger on purpose. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're a genius. Cool. Sorry. Go, go work your way back to another job. Absolutely disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. And for a coach like McDaniels to come out and act as if he 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 can be 100% certain when i saw the same thing he had to see is a flat out bold faced lie there is no way you looked at that man in that video and thought to yourself he's good he can come back in and if you wholeheartedly trust the doctors then you're as dumb as you be looking in the face. Black men should never do that to other black men. Black men should never treat other black men as if they are less than. Mike McDaniel, who's supposed to be a black man, did not look out for his quarterback, who's a black man. He sent them out there to the slaughter. He sent them out there to the slaughter and he got slaughtered. Do I know what the long-term ramifications of Tua having back-to-back -back concussions are going to be to his, to his future? I have no clue. He could very well be okay.
Do I think he needs to take a rather long hiatus from football? Six weeks? Eight weeks? Absolutely. It is disgraceful that the Miami Dolphins and their head coach would come out and say some, some asinine thing as, as like, well, if it happened, then, then that's just not what we do here. We don't play around with that. Then why did you put them back out there in the first place? If you really cared, you could have said, hey, listen, it's a short week. We know this dude just had a back injury and an ankle injury. Seems a little woozy. I know that the neurosurgeon said that he was good, but you know what? Let's just let him sit down. Let's let him relax. Teddy, you get the snaps the next few days. Get us ready to go. Guess what? If we lose this one, we're 3-0. We're going to be all right. And they did all that and still lost the game. I hope that win versus Buffalo was worth it. Thank God you have a competent quarterback coming in who should be a starter somewhere to replace Tua because you sure didn't care about his well-being. And don't get here and sit here and tell me that this is a, this is above Miami. This is the same Miami who tried to make it seem like the last coach was incompetent while he was winning games with, with injured people all over the place and no offensive line to speak of. That guy was winning games. This is the same organization that only fired him because they were trying to make a run at Sean Payton and getting and getting um and getting Tom Brady to come with them. That guy would not be out of a job if it wasn't for the Miami Dolphins angling to try to get a coach who was already under contract with someone else. A coach who I believe resigned thinking that he was going to get that Dolphins job. A coach who probably had to resign after he realized he wasn't going to get the Dolphins job because he knew it was going to come out and that they were going to get fined and that he was probably going to get suspended if he was a coach. The Miami Dolphins are not above this. They're not above this. No NFL team is. Because the bottom line, the bottom dollar is all that matters to them. These players are not partners. These players are pawns. These players are bargaining chips. They're commodities. They own them. And so they can do what they want with them. And if I lose one, who cares? Get them out the way. I'll just replace them with another one. I was supposed to talk about some other things today, but guess what? I don't want to. I just think it's absolutely ridiculous that people are sitting up here trying to make excuses for this organization like we all don't have eyes of our own. Nobody, and I mean nobody, is going to convince me that after the hit I saw last week on Tua where his ankle was not compromised, that it was an ankle and a back injury. Nobody's going to tell me with my own eyes that I saw when he shook his head, then tried to run, then stumble. I've done the exact same thing. I've seen it multiple times in players. You know what I've done as a coach? 
Let me get that helmet. Don't worry about it. Let me get that helmet. You can, I've sat kids down for just saying they had a headache. For just saying it, hey, I got a crazy headache. A word? You know what? Don't worry about it. Go and sit over there. Relax. Oh, I'm good. No, no, yeah, yeah, you're good. Let me get that helmet. Is it different because there's money involved? Is the life of the player less because he's being paid? I have to end this with some with some good news, and so I will. Um, shout out to all the people in high school sports who are doing it the right way. There are other people who are not. That'll be for another day. I, I promise I'll double back to that because it's some awful behavior out here in the high schools. But we do have some good news. It is um it is September 30th. And for me, October 1st is the official start, the unofficial but official start of hoodie season. Yeah. And you know what hoodie season means? It means all everybody that comes out with their good hoodie, they're looking. And guess what? I'm no different right here at Talk Spicy. Our first ever merch drop. Yes, we have a merch drop. The Talk Spicy hoodie is coming on sale. The Talk Spicy hoodie will be on sale starting tomorrow. Starting tomorrow, October 1st, you will be able to get the Talk Spicy hoodie. I'm wearing it right now, by the way. If you get a chance to see, let me get that out the way so you can see. It's probably back. No, it's there. It says it says the phrase that you hear all the time. Keep it spicy. The Talk Spicy hoodie is going to be available in this nice blue. And it'll also be available in that good charcoal. Keep it spicy. Hey, I am really excited about this in our in our partnership with Say Less Sports Tees. Really hope that you guys will go out and support that. Go to saylesssports.com. That's saylesssports.com to go ahead and order your tee. I mean, go ahead and order your hoodie. Um, you'll be able to get it probably within a week, week and a half to start with. But by next week, you'll be able to get it within a few days shipped to wherever you are in the continental U.S. Now, even if you're out, because I know I have some fans over in other countries, if you want to get a hoodie, we will get the hoodie to you. Might cost you a little more. Might cost you a little bit more, but we'll get it to you. These hoodies are going to retail. $35 a piece. That's $35. That's much less than, than some of the other merch that you might see out there. It's a high-quality hoodie. It's very warm. It's going to be great for when it gets um, cold outside or when it's breezy outside. If you're somebody that likes to wear a hoodie year-round, you're going to be able to do that as well. The merch drop, I'm really excited about our first-ever merch. Talk spicy. Keep it spicy. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. For joining me on Talk Spicy, I'm Coach Gene Clemens. We do this thing a few times a week. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, 
Make sure you like. Make sure you subscribe. Until next time, peace.